with you it. You started. Yeah, we're starting. Okay. We're starting. Okay. I remember. I do remember. Are you ready? Okay, yeah. For our official episode one. One. Of. <laughs> of. Say the name. Our shared brain cell. <laughs> is it that it? <laughs> Welcome to our shared brain cell. Oh, yes. That's so smart. <laughs> Very proud I've been of new. You. It's okay. I've been new. Sure, you have. Alrighty. I am Amanda. I'm Kiki. Welcome to our shared brain cell. We are idiots and have literally just one brain cell. For real. This is going to be us sharing with you our one brain cell. Don't mind my dog barking in the background. Yeah, he does that sometimes. <laughs> he just doesn't like Kiki. Yeah, he just doesn't like me sometimes. So, here we are going to be talking about any thing that we find interesting weird mostly crime stories because we're true crime junkies we're obsessed with true crime it's true that is true it's true <laughs> we are okay tell tell about yourself a little bit oh no this what, is like what school. do you like <laughs> oh no this and no listen in school i would always fail this question oh, um, I, hated this question I like to too. draw I, I'm, I'm, an, I'm an artist okay that's it that's really all there that's is about me it. oh and i love food I'm, I really love food. We have cookies right now. Yeah, I made cookies for our first episode. Yeah, she made cookies that I buy, <laughs> and we have milk. I have a bottle of water as well. And yeah, we're all set. I think we're all set we're for all this set. this first episode. <laughs> so, um, this is going to be us basically talking true crime, paranormal, because I'm obsessed with paranormal. She's a scaredy cat. She's kind of scared of paranormal, but... Like oh, I love it. I'm just, a, I'm just a scaredy cat. Um, okay, should we? Just yeah. Get right so into you it? were starting first. You want me to go first? Okay. I don't want to. <laughs> and I'm gonna be ASMRing these cookies. <laughs> okay, I have my own little special notebook here for it. Also, by the way, just wanna throw out there how prepared I am. I have backup cases already. Oh, I didn't look them up, but I have them prepared. No, I just found one case and I set my life on it. Like, that's it. That's all I've been working on for a week. I was like, I'm doing no other case. Well, the thing is that lately I've been, like, hugely obsessed with watching Nuke's Top 5. He does, he's amazing with, like, scary videos and crap like that. And I've been literally binge watching him. For the past like two weeks, and then she's been sending me videos <laughs> that I don't watch because I'm terrified of them. It's great. <laughs> it's great. I'm just <laughs> so props to him for my case because I got it from there. I saw the video, which I will show you at the end. The video is had me shook. Oh god! After I just said I don't watch the videos, it's not scary. Show I promise. It's not scary. I promise. It's more like whoa. I believe but... you. You wouldn't lie to me. That's not true. <laughs> yes, I would. <laughs> A thousand percent. If you guys don't know, we are cousins, so we like oh, messing yeah. with each other a lot. So, fair warning on that. Alright. She's a big bully. Anyways, continue. I'm not. <laughs> Let's get to it. My case today. The Magnolia so Hotel. You have your little notes. You have your literal notebooks <laughs> with your notes and everything. Shut up. Well, I put the pronunciations because I know I'm going to get the names wrong. That's so funny. 1, okay, I'm going to shut up now. We're okay. good. Okay. Okay. So, Magnolia Hotel. Magnolia it, Hotel. <laughs> it is in Seguin, Texas. I'm pretty sure I butchered that. I'm, I did not say that right. What? Mine's in Texas too. <laughs> Stop. <gasps> I'm sorry. Stop. I'm sorry. Okay. Oh God. Oh God. Stop. I thought, okay. No, never mind. Okay, go, I won't go. say anything. <laughs> okay. So 
I separated mine in two sections, which is the actual crime aspect and then the haunting, which yes. is at the end. So stay tuned for that. The crime. Okay, I told you, 1800s. So this takes place in 1874. I don't think I was born then. <laughs> I sure hope not. I sure hope not. I sure hope not. I'm older than you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ma'am. Ma'am. Okay. So we have, let me try not to butcher this. Wilhelm Faust. Wilhelm Faust. Okay. He stayed at the Magnolia Hotel for specific work. I didn't really bother to look into what work he did. That's okay. He did work. Doesn't matter. <laughs> So he stayed at the Magnolia Hotel. So Helena Falls stayed with some family friends. They were Julius Bolleger. Bolleger. Okay. They were Julius Bolleger and his wife Louise and their daughter Emma. Mm-hmm, okay. Yeah. So on July 22nd of 1874, I'm going to keep referring to Wilhelm as Will. Yeah, because Wilhelm is a lot to say. <laughs> no, it really is. <laughs> Will traveled to Bolecker's home with an axe in hand and the intent to kill his wife. Mm-hmm. Bring you straight into it. So we're starting off to a great start. Yeah. So he wanted to kill his wife because he was in love with her sister and wanted to, quote unquote, be free to marry her. Interesting. <laughs> mm, very interesting. Okay. Usually, whenever Helen stayed at the Wolecker house, she would sleep on the floor in Emma's room. However, for some reason, some reason, that night, it was the other way around. Emma was on the floor, and Helena was on the bed. Uh-huh. That night, a little switcheroo, Will unknowingly hit Emma in the dark, killing her <gasps> instead of his wife. Oh no. Then he proceeded to also hit his wife in a near fatal blow, blinding her for life. Oh. Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> you probably don't want to do that. Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> so Helen did not get to see who her attacker was. And because she was blinded, she never suspected it was Oh, stop. Her husband. Until like I'm about to do that. That's a really good. <laughs> just blind your victim Poor before Lola. you get to them. Oh, yeah. Literally until like her dying deathbed, she did not believe it was him. Uh, but he was still suspected due to his disinterest in finding his wife's attacker. Oh well, yeah. If you're, oh my god. And he also denied giving any type of participation in the investigation. Probably not. So Sorry. basically, um, I know it's the 1800s, but basically he's an idiot. Um, <laughs> he wanted to get caught, I guess. Exactly. Continue. In October of 1875, so a whole year later, Wilhelm Foss was convicted to life in prison for the murder of Emma Volecker. As he should, because As he should. <laughs> he's an idiot. Now, here's a little part of justice for you. During his trial, he confessed to, he confessed, can't talk today, confessed to several other murders, but on July 28th of 
1876, so another year later, yeah. he was shot and killed through the window of his cell by oh. an unknown man. Oh. So, karma got back to him, basically. That's what my mom was said. That's what your mom said. <laughs> so, I couldn't hold it in, and I had to tell my mom this case. And I literally, once I got to that part, she was like, good for him. That is karma. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, though. It sure is. Yeah. Poor little um, Emma had nothing to do with this. Emma, free my girl Emma, even though she's dead. So no free. <laughs> now, um, I didn't write this in the notes, but I believe she was about eight or maybe ten. So she was still a little young and she had a lot going for herself. And Wait. Emma. Emma? She was like eight, maybe ten at most. And how old was that? I didn't bother to look up the information. <laughs> no, I know. He's yeah, a, no. What the forker? <laughs> Let him die. Okay. Ew. Some fun facts. Yeah. <laughs> the unknown gunman is rumored to be Emma's father. Oh, you know what? But that he was... was never convicted. Oh. They just didn't bother to look for him, to be honest. I wouldn't like, bother either. Me neither. Um, I already said that even through Helena's deathbed, she never thought her husband killed or blinded her. Even though he confessed to it in front of her, oh. she just still was like, no, he can She's never just, do that. Oh, Mr. O, dump him. <laughs> He's dead. He's dead. <laughs> He's dead. Okay, hauntings. Now, on this aspect, um, I found out more or less, it's more about, like, what went on in the hotel. Uh-huh. It was like what spirits were there and stuff like that that's what i found Mm -hmm. out it's like a brief thing of what happened like what people witnessed there yeah so the magnolia hotel was a two-room long cabin built during the republic of texas Mm, texas that's it that's all (laughs) good over the years it served as a frontier shelter the town's first jail oh fairly interesting a stagecoach, which, um, I don't know what that is. I don't know what a stagecoach is. <laughs> I didn't bother to look it up, okay. to be honest. I'll look it up. A stagecoach stop, and after remodeling in the 1850s, a 10-room hotel. Ten rooms. So, yeah. I mean, okay. It's <laughs> not that many rooms. Compared but, to nowadays, yeah. okay. it's very small, but yeah. back in the day, it was pretty I'm good. sure that was bop. <laughs> she was bopping <laughs> out here. Yeah, she was bopping, bro. Okay, no reports were found until, like, 2013, when a couple in Austin, Jim and Aaron <laughs> Gedi? Aaron Yeager. I just, <laughs> I heard Aaron and I was like, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> sure. Gedi bought the property and intended to restore it as a weekend home. Interesting. <laughs> Around this time is when strange occurrences started to happen. Disconnected phones ringing, shadow figures in the hallways, and the owner's nickname being called out in the middle of the night. Let me tell you. <laughs> tell me. I don't do this. <laughs> I hear my name in a room where I am. Oh, no. <laughs> no. No, stop. That still happened to me. That happened to me like a week ago. I was like, um, stop. Let me tell you. <laughs> no, seriously. I mean, my mom was, okay, I heard my name, yeah. Uh-huh. I heard Kiki, and I was like, yeah? And it was, like, someone yelling my name. And I was like, yeah? And then Were I was like... Were you listening to music? No! Okay. <laughs> Did you know they say that happens? Do they really? A lot of people say, like, 
when you're listening to something is when you think other people are calling for No, you. man, I was just chilling. Just chilling. The TV might have been on, but, like, a clear kiki of my mother's voice. And then I was like, did you call me? And she was like, no. And I was like, what? And she, like, she was like, kiki? Like, because she looked at me, she was like, I'm scared, too. And I was like, Miss Girl, you, my name was the one that was called. I am scared. Listen here. Yes, we're going out of track, but. It's, oh, that was just me. No, I'm still going even more. At my job, I work at Target. I work in retail. It's shitty. Um, not the place. I like Watch you get fired. Watch me get fired. <laughs> they listen to this. They're like, um, hi, you're fired. <laughs> I was doing my fame room shift, and usually it's two to three hours max, and then they swap you out. So I was there, and uh, it was a pretty slow day, so I was bored. And a couple of days earlier, me and a group of my coworkers were talking about like spirits and stuff because they saw me watching Nukes Top Five. And <laughs> the one lady goes, "You guys do know that we have the Target Ghost, right?" And I was like, "Stop! Stop! Don't even!" She goes, "Yeah, it, um, we have two of them. One of them is in the fitting room, and the other one oh. is in the back room." Oh my God! Stop. The back room one, I kind of suspected. Because what happens in the back room is, if you're back there alone, my section is the shoes. So, my section is right next to the toys. And every <gasps> once in a while, I'm in there all alone. And one of the motion sensor dolls starts going off. Stop. Like, it randomly goes off. And they always say, oh, no, that's the target goes. And I'm like, Stop. great, thanks for telling me. Oh, my God. But this day, after we had talked about all that. I was chilling in the fitting room, and I was on my phone. I think I was texting you, actually. You probably were. And I was, like, bending. I'm her only friend. Sadly. <laughs> <laughs> I was bending there, and I go to stand up, and all of a sudden, all of the lights just in the fitting room flickered. And I, like, looked up, looked around, and they stopped flickering. And I was like, Stop. is it my time to go? Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> like, it's my I'm time to go. clock out. I'm going home. Let me not. I'm going home. Clocking out. I'm yeah. going home. Fun story. No, stop. No, because you, okay, well, okay, okay, I'm sorry. We're just pausing for a second, just real quick. You, okay, I work at Marshall's, and Amanda knows, because she used to work at Marshall's. We have a Marshall's ghost. But, like, <laughs> no, like, we, yeah, okay. No, Robert's the ghost in my room. <laughs> he travels with me yeah, at work. Yeah, we just have a lot of ghosts. But there's this, like, no, seriously, there's a ghost at Marshall's, I swear to God. Um, it's, you're always, like, you always, I know, like, in, when you're in, like, big rooms by yourself, it's always, like, kind of creepy, and you're always kind of weirded out. But no, when you're back there, and sometimes the lights turn off, if you don't, it's, like, sensor, motion censored, so if you don't move for, like, I don't, I don't know why you'd be back there just sitting there, but, like, if, like, you don't move, like, the lights will turn off, and it's so scary. And also, um... Some of our, like, censored toys will, like, go off without anyone being near them. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, like, our, like, censored, like, Halloween... So- <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Continue. so funny. Mm, that's so funny. <laughs> our censored... Which is scary, because our censored Halloween stuff would go off sometimes, and I'm like, um... No. Last year it did, and I was like, why is this radio going off? And for the radio, it has I to be turned... That. Yeah, the radio... Thank you to the car that just passed by. <laughs> We're outside. Um, but, like, the radio, you have to turn it. And it turned... It was on. And one time, we were closing the store. And all the lights get shut off and stuff. And we leave the store. And an alarm sensor has to go off or whatever. But an alarm system went off. But it was for movement inside the store. But there was no one in the store. 
and like everyone had driven away already but like the store like alarm started going off and one of the managers had to come back go in and be like why is there movement in here oh my god stop that is it was so scary no. <laughs> i wasn't there i mean i wasn't in there but like that's I was, still like, terrifying watching. yeah i was scared i was like what was moving in there it's the marshall's ghost it's I'm the telling marshall's you. ghost bro we need to come up with a name for him or nah, her or her yeah for them we we'll, we'll come up for a name for them yeah okay that was off track but it was fun it's <laughs> Anyways, I don't even know where we were. Anyways, I um, I forgot where I was actually. You were talking about there was like toys going on. Oh no. Okay, uh, I know where I was. Um, the, it was the name being called. Oh right, That's, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. We went from names we to toys. Did. Oh my god. Anyways. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Um. Some of the spirits there are. Okay. We have. This is gonna be your favorite. The name is gonna be your favorite. Okay. The Suicide Cowboy. The Suicide Cowboy? <laughs> oh my god. I'm gonna draw concept art for him. Oh I love him. Okay. Yeah. Suicide Cowboy. He jumped off a stagecoach and shot himself in the head. Aww. <laughs> Wait. Oh, so like in. Wait, are we talking about hauntings in the town or the hotel? The hotel. So this happened in, like at the hotel? Yes. On the hotel grounds. Yes. Uh, yes. Cowboy, why would you do that? You had so much to live for, probably. I don't know who you are. We don't know how old he was. Thanks, car number two. Number two. <laughs> okay. We have JJ, the traveling salesman. Oh, yeah, I could see. I could see where this would go. Oh, uh, will you? <laughs> yeah. He slit his own throat uh-huh. ear to ear. <laughs> oh, no, that's not where it was going. That's not where I thought it was going at all. And he resigns in the living room of the overnight suite. So if you go into the Magnolia, because it's actually a, um, what's it called, a tour? Thing. Oh, oh, you can actually yeah, go there. Oh, oh my god, it's Nico. <laughs> I like my body, like internally, was like spasming. <laughs> what was that? I thought we were getting shot. <laughs> oh, my. oh, well, yeah, it's fine. Okay, anyway, so yeah, he stays in the living room of the overnight suite. So if you want to go visit, rec- highly recommend that room. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just I don't understand what the ear to ear thing, where it came from. Oh, ear to ear. Oh, I okay. When slit your throat, ear to oh, ear. Oh, slit your oh your throat. Oh, I was thinking like you're like Jeff the Killer. Uh, you think thinking. you think Jeff the Killer? I think the Joker. Oh, okay. Yeah, we clearly have different uh, yeah. <laughs> thoughts sometimes. That one brain cell. That just one brain tends cell to just, travel. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> um, we have Willie, who offed herself and her unborn child in a pink claw foot bathtub. A pink what? A pink claw foot bathtub. That's sad. That's very sad. Sorry, this is taking a very sad turn. Um, It's going to keep going. It's going to keep going. Campo. Campo? Campo. Okay. He is one of the original owners. He was robbed, stabbed, scalped, and left for dead. (laughs) Oh. Oh. Yeah. He went through it. Uh, he really did go through it. I want to know why the decision was made to scalp him. Why not? <laughs> oh, yeah, why not? Yeah. Why not? That's good. We have... Oh, still looks like weed. We have Sarah. <laughs> Sarah. Not Marshall Sarah. We love her. Sarah, if you're listening to us, we love you. <laughs> Sarah, she died of a broken heart. Oh, uh, you know you can't actually die from a broken... You can, actually. You can. 
She died of a broken heart when her lover never showed. He you, just oh, never that's showed. sad. You know, what if he, like, got stuck in traffic? He, Maybe he took the wrong road. Imagine. There was no maps. I mean, I guess she, like, I imagine so before you come to the dish- there decision was no to kill yourself. You Maybe it was Romeo and Juliet. Watch her die, and then he came. He came and kills himself, too. Oh, <gasps> really? No. Oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> I got really excited. I agree with you. Oh, I got no. really excited. I thought he came and killed himself with no. her, like Romeo and Juliet. Oh. Um, she resides in the ballroom, so if you want to go hang out oh, with her, please do. Oh, that's sad. She's walking by herself. Please go hang out with her. Um, I would love to. Yeah, go hang out with her, guys. We Not have... me, though. Y'all stay safe. <laughs> Y'all stay safe. We have Amelia, who died in her sleep in one of the bedrooms. Now, I couldn't find which bedrooms they literally didn't want to put, but she died in one of the bedrooms. The hey, first was, girl, like, the normal think? one. Um, no. Okay. I think she was older. She okay. just kind of oh, okay. slept. Oh. And lastly, this which... Was, you know, at least that one was peaceful. That was the that wasn't most a... peaceful. Yeah. Everything else was just kind of sad. This one is, so, this one doesn't really make sense why she stays here, but it's Emma, little, little <gasps> Emma. Little Emma. She's at the hotel. We, we know how she died, Yeah, we know how she died. She resides in the children's room. Well, yeah, because she was a child. You know what? She was literally a child. Well, Wilhelm, mm-hmm. he's disgusting. He that is, is, yeah, he, she was a little girl. Now, for her, I found a little bit of information, because this is where Emma? the... Emma? Emma, yeah. Oh, okay. This is where the um, video comes in. So, people often bring her toys, mm-hmm. like, for her to play around with, yeah. and the video I told you is a CCTV footage of... Oh, I hate CCTV footage. <laughs> <laughs> it's of the children's room, and it's of her spirit playing with the toys. Uh, Especially the ball. She likes playing with the ball. Oh. But you can I hate see CCTV her. footage. Because I saw the footage and it's. You see the toys moving around. You see the ball moving around. Yeah. And as the ball gets closer to the door, you see like a small black figure appear and go straight towards the ball and just disappear. I'm gonna run off this porch right now. <laughs> I hope you know. I'm fighting the urge to just run. I'm not watching no damn CCTV footage of nothing, bro. Definitely showing. Oh my god. But yeah, that's the Magnolia Hotel. That is the Magnolia Hotel. That was really sad. It's very sad. If anything, um, fuck you, Wilhelm. That's (laughs) dead. That's someone shot you. I hope it was. And you know, I hope it was. Oh yeah, I was just. I was just. I really hope it was Emma's father. Father, because I would have done the same thing. Oh yeah. Especially the 1800s, you can just get away with it. It's okay. For the most part. I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, Wilhelm was an idiot, and he could have gotten away with him if he was smarter, but, you know, thank God he didn't get away with it. Yeah. Thank God he was stupid. So. (laughs) You have your notes on your phone. Yeah, because, you know, I was going to write the notes, like, writing them like you were going to do, because I got excited to do it, but I have really bad handwriting. (laughs) And even though I'm the only one that's reading, you know, I might do it for the next one. I kind of don't want to. I dedicated a whole notebook for this. (laughs) I have an empty notebook I'll dedicate it to. I did my notes on my phone and then I transferred it to them so that I could like put it in chronological order. <laughs> chronological order. I mean, it was cookie. Fuck off. I know. Right, Eat your last cookie. cookie. Yeah. And. Interesting. Okay. I'm so, excited. we're going to start off with mine. Mine is not a two parter. Freaking <laughs> half the murder, half the haunting. Paranormal. Paranormal, yeah. <laughs> half the haunting. Okay. So. 
I'm gonna mess up the name because I literally said in the card that I would mess up the name. So, this murder, this unsolved murder case, actually, this is an unsolved murder case. Ooh. It's called the Texarkana Moonlight Murders, also Ooh. known as the Phantom Killer Murders. Phantom Killer. Yeah. I'm glad he didn't get to choose his name. I was gonna make a nice comment about, oh, it's the moonlight murder. Look at the moon. But the moon just disappeared. The moon's gone. <laughs> it was she there. She really just is not there anymore. <laughs> it was there and it was orange. She was orange. Was yeah, I was gonna say, beautiful. she was orange. It's gone. Yeah, she just decided to leave for the spotlight of this okay. um, particular story. <laughs> so I put my notes so that I can read them, read them off. Okay. The Texarkana Moonlight Murders, also known as the Phantom Killer Murders. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so the t- the crimes take place in Texarkana. I messed that up. <clears throat> a small town between Texas and Arkansas. I want to say Arkansas, Ooh, but I'm not going to say Arkansas. <laughs> it's literally in between the two the two states. So half the city was a Texas Bowie County, and the other half was in Arkansas Miller County. So it was a half and half state. I don't know how that works, but it works for them, I guess. Um. The like year was town. yeah. The year was 1946 when these crimes <laughs> took place. Just one year after the official end of World War II. So you can imagine these people. They were trying to live their life after World War II, trying to get back to normal. And then you know this happens. Of course. <laughs> so Why yeah. Not? So the, the murder. Great anyway. Yeah. Yeah. The <laughs> <laughs> so the murders happened between March 24th and May 3rd of 1946. So. A few months, like wow, uh, yeah, Four people. I'm, yeah. There, you'll you'll see. Okay. Oh God. So it all started with two young adults on February twenty second, nineteen forty six. Jimmy Hollis was <laughs> age twenty five, and Mary Jean Larry was age nineteen. So they were really young. Okay. Jimmy was a little older, but literally in his 20s so he was still he, I was, was gonna st- say how old was he yeah, again? he was 25 and she was oh, okay. 19 so they're okay. I'm just saying like they were young you know <sighs> they were out on a double date with Jimmy's brother Bob his name's Bob <laughs> <laughs> only double date I ever went on I ended up the third day the third wheel somehow that's so sad but so funny to me <laughs> but the funny thing is me and the because it was a, technically like a four people date but one of them it was like my boyfriend me, our mutual friend, his girlfriend, and then just one of their best friends. Uh-huh. He didn't have a date. Uh-huh. And me and the girl ended up just kind of third-wheeling. <laughs> we <laughs> were just kind of, okay. <laughs> that works. Well, love that happened to you. That's so funny. Of course it would happen Of course it happened to you, if anything. <laughs> so funny. Anyways. <laughs> so they, they were out on a double date with Jimmy's brother, Bob. Um, earlier in the evening, Bob is just so funny. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I'm going back to it. I like lips. I know, I know you did. So I was like, Bob is just too good. I was trying not to interrupt it. I was just like, Bob. Bob. <laughs> Earlier in the even, in the evening, they went out to dinner, and then later they went to a local theater to watch The Stranger, which Stranger Things. Stranger Things. No, it, this was 1940 something. <laughs> so around 11 uh, 11 p.m. in the night, they decided. They decided to call it a night. They were like, okay, we're done. We're going to go home, right? So Mary lived a little bit far away. Um, So Bob, who's Jimmy's brother, asked if he and his girlfriend would get dropped off first. 
so Jimmy and Mary were like, yeah, you can get dropped off first. Because that means that they can go have some little alone time to themselves <laughs> while, okay. while Bob and his girlfriend were home. <laughs> so they dropped off Bob and his girlfriend, and they started to wait to make their way to Mary's house. They made a little pit stop. Oh, God. <laughs> they made a little stop, no, since Mary was a little bit away. That even better oh. pit stop. <laughs> Shut up. My bad. <laughs> that brain cell is going to the gutter. The brain, yeah, it's, it's going in the milk. It's dunking in the milk right now. So, they made a little pit stop. They decided to take a little stop at a secluded Lover's Lane road. I didn't of put course. too much detail into this road, mm-hmm. but I remember from when I was reading about it, it's like literally was in the middle of nowhere like there was just trees surrounding it everywhere i just imagine like oh my god wasn't there like an episode of supernatural about that like, i think there was something a few. like that i think there was a few that's all i see like it was like one of the a car in the middle of a cliff calling it lover's path that's literally that's literally it. Mm-hmm. it's called lover's lane same same thing mm-hmm. hmm. a secluded lover's lane road yeah so they parked at the lover's lane for about 10 minutes before they were rudely interrupted by a random dude right love it <laughs> love that they were so rudely interrupted lovely so he approached the car and he was shining his flashlight in the car so the dude had a flashlight and he was shining it in the car which was also in their face dude are you a cop get out of here exactly <laughs> so i think that's what he was trying to mm. pretend to be mm-hmm. he didn't say anything though but like at this point like maybe that's what the teenagers would think they weren't teenagers they were young adults <laughs> so they were basically blinded by the flashlight, but they could still see what he was wearing. Um, so the man was described to be either wearing a sack or a pillowcase over his head with holes cut out, cut into it for the eyes. So you, <laughs> I love that. What are you, like, boo, scary ghost? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh-uh. Just love that. Just like a sheeted sheet <laughs> over him. Sheet. I would not take that serious. I'm I sorry. wouldn't. I know. And but then you know again, what? I literally. And guess what? They didn't take it seriously at first. Actually, I wouldn't. I, I literally. I see that in the middle of the night. I'd be like, dude, are you like lost? Dude, are you lost? Is you good? Are you good? Do you need help? Blink twice if you need help. Did your girl leave you in the middle of the Silver oh, Lane Road? Oh no! Literally, that's literally my next sentence. No, my next sentence is: At first, they thought it was some dude pulling prank. They thought the dude I would was just being a fucking weirdo. Um, but then the man revealed that he had a gun in his hand. Fun. And then they were definitely worried. Um, I they were definitely it. worried about him. Um, he ordered them both to get out of the car, and while still being held at gunpoint, asked only Jimmy to take off his pants. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. Um, no, seriously. I And <laughs> I put in this little note. No one really knows why, except for maybe some sort of sexual yeah. satisfaction thing. Yeah, I would guess so. Also, I apologize for my constant laughing. I have a very dark sense of humor. I laugh when oh, I'm nervous. Oh, and let me tell you, she laughs all the time. <laughs> so she's I'm always nervous. nervous. <laughs> That's my hint. Everybody thinks I'm happy. I'm just nervous all nervous. the time. <laughs> yeah. Me too, bestie. <laughs> so, so he asked Jimmy to take off his pants. So Jimmy was confused, but obviously did what the man wanted him to do because he was being held at gunpoint. Yeah. So Jimmy did what Jimmy pulled down his, you know, put up to pull down his pants. And then the man struck Jimmy twice in the head. Oh, okay. With, I thought that was going a different way. No. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Yeah, no, it, it immediately goes in the into the violence. Um, <laughs> Jimmy took off pants. The man struck him twice in the head. Yikes. Um, it's not known if he hit him either with the flashlight or the gun but okay. he got hit <laughs> really hard Yikes. um mary later described that described and i quote 
the noise was so loud, I thought Jimmy had been shot. Later, we find out that the loud noise Mary heard was the sound of Jimmy's skull cracking and fracturing in multiple spots. God! Just from that one hit. Poor Jimmy. Yeah, poor Jimmy. He all—he was just out here with his pants down and just... <laughs> that's what they say, to get caught with your pants down. Oh my god! Oh man, I'm so sorry. I mean, he's probably dead now. <laughs> sorry, Jimmy. He's just chilling, bro. He, was, he really was. He was just trying to get some and then, you know. So, after he beat, he beat Jimmy, uh, Mary thought that the man was just trying to rob them. So she you know, fell to the ground and started digging through Jimmy's pants pockets and showing the man that they didn't have anything, that Jimmy didn't have any money. He was, she was, like, showing him his wallet and everything. The man thought she was lying and saying that she had a purse, and she told him that she didn't have a purse. So he was convinced she had a purse. She was like, I don't have a purse. We don't know if she did have a purse and just wasn't saying. But I'm assuming she just didn't have a purse or yeah. didn't even think of the purse. Exactly. In the moment. I, I wouldn't. Would. I Yeah. I have like the biggest pet peeve when people call me a liar. I'd be like, "You want to search the you fucking car? I'm Go look you. at the car, bro." Exactly. Jesus so Christ. he either then again hit her with the gun or the flashlight, but he did knock her to the ground. Yes. Um, and this is uh, the little, little sick, sick twisted part. Um, little graphic, okay. It's, I mean, it's not that graphic. Okay. But um, mine was not yet. Graphic. <laughs> not yet. This isn't that graphic. Yeah. Um, he hit her with um the flashlight or the gun, knocking her down. He then ordered her to run. And she immediately got up and started running. Obviously, Same, thank God, because at least she didn't like freeze really in fear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So first she started running in the direction of a ditch, which Mary, girl, I don't understand what went on there, but you were in a panic, so I'll forgive you. We'll let it slide. We'll let it slide because she was panicking. So she ran towards the ditch, but then the man saw that she was running toward the ditch and was like, no, run to the road. He literally ordered her to What's run to the going road. On? Listen. So... He was clearly playing some sort of game of cat and mouse. Yeah. This is what it was. Again, what I'm saying is like, like a sick, sadistic, sick twisted joke. sexual yeah. game for him. Yeah. So she ran towards the road and she kept running down the road. She was running down the road at this point. Um, and she kept running until she ran into a car. So she saw a car and she ran to it and she started banging on the windows and stuff. Um, but there was no one inside. Oh. Turns out no one was in the car. It was empty. So once she realized the car was empty, the man actually caught up to Mary. Um, so he asked her, he a he had the audacity, he asked her, he was like, why are you running? Why are you running? Why are you running? Why are you running? Um, sir, you asked me to? Sir, no, literally, he, was, he asked her, he was like, why are you running? And she was like, confused. She was like, you, you ordered me to run. Like, you told me to go yeah. run, like, to run. And then he called her a liar. Oh. So, sir? Guess like, gatekeep girl boss. Anyways, so... He called her a liar and then shoved her to the ground where, trigger warning, I'm not going to say this a whole lot, but like, just a trigger warning. Um, he then S-aid her, which S-aid is... Oh, okay. Sorry, it took a minute, but... Yeah. Yeah. So he S-aid he her with the barrel of his 32 automatic Colt pistol. Oh, what an asshole. What an asshole. <laughs> so he didn't... It, he did it with his a gun I just uh, yeah anyways so Ugh. while this was happening to Mary Jimmy miraculously miraculously started to wake up oh, after shit. getting his skull cracked open oh my god my man was he was the last girl he was the final girl the final girl <laughs> so he managed to make it onto the road and he flagged down a car and that car was nice enough to help Jimmy out so Jimmy stayed where he was okay. because 
he wanted to be at the crime scene. Like, he just wanted... Yeah. So the person, like, knew where to come back to. Wait, um, but he didn't go back to look for for his girlfriend? That's what I'm saying, bro. He didn't go back to look for his girlfriend. He just... Break well, up with I th- well, So when he woke up, he didn't know where where she was. Or he exactly. Was, so I he just started like, running. Well, Miss Girl. I would have looked for her. Fu- uh, no. Okay. I would have looked for... I would have, like... I would have looked for... At least called her name for, like, maybe four times. And if she didn't answer by the fourth time, okay, so she's dead. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. So, um, this car helped him out. The car drove down to a nearby funeral home to call the police. Okay. I guess there was a funeral home nearby. I don't know. So, going back to Mary, the man then got scared by the headlights. I'm guessing of the car that... Jimmy might have flagged down. I think it was, but it just says headlights for now. Um, It was coming from a passing car, which I think was the car that was helping Jimmy. Mm -hmm. So he quickly left the crime scene. So what was happening to Barry, even though it was very very sad and very tragic, it wasn't happening for that long because he got scared and he was a a pussy. He was a coward. And he ran away. (laughs) Yeah. Um, (laughs) So yeah, he left Mary on the side of the road. Uh Just laying there. And so then Mary managed to get herself up. Miss Girl is a fighter. Love her. And she ran down the road. She she ran down about a mile, like a mile and a half. Wow. She's so Miss Girl was running. She's a running. She's a track star. She really is, bro. Holy cow. Um, and she made she made it to a few houses, and like finally a house like helped her. I don't you know. know. Their I, house I like some was like hey, some of the houses actually, were just like weren't answering, that. but like someone answered. I'm an asshole. I wouldn't. <laughs> Sorry, I don't well, know if you're trying pers- to kill this me. This person answered and has more the of police. a heart than I do. Yeah, because okay. you're heartless. Oh, I didn't say that. <laughs> Anyways, <Cut to people. laughs> so they got to the police and they got to the ambulance. They got to you know, yeah. they ended up surviving this attack. Okay, which is why I said the murder started in March and not February, which February 22nd is when this happened, this incident Ooh, happened. Okay. So, Yakers. this crime was the first incident that happened and started everything, the first case that dealt with the Phantom Killer. So, Mary and Jimmy were taken to the hospital, where Mary spoke to the police and told them everything that happened to both her and Jimmy, which is why, which is why what I'm explaining right now is so long, but everything else is so short, okay. because they survived. So they had a story to tell. Okay. So their story's a little, not that long, but you know. Yeah. So Mary, I'm a a little peeved at my girl Mary. Mary described the man as being African-American. Oh, God. But she couldn't be 100% sure. Oh, God. But that was her first guess, which, uh, mm -hmm, that was her first guess. Also, it's nighttime, ma'am, and you're panicked. But yeah, let's go, let's assume her first shot is African-American. Later, Jimmy contradicted her statement, saying the male was white mm-hmm. and that he was at least 30 years old, which is a weird description, but I mean, I guess from, like... I feel like that's more specific. It is more specific, and, like, right. also, this man was knocked out for oh, most of it. Jimmy was knocked out for most yeah. of it. He, he still, so like, like, remembered uh, that vaguely. Mary, oh I'm a little mad. I'm mad at you. But, one, it was dark out. Well, she could have yeah. been confused. We'll let it slide as the panic. We'll let it slide because she was panicked and Poor confused. Yeah. But she also didn't, like, set her heart on it. She wasn't like, no, it was this. No, he was African American. No, yeah. she was like, but, like, I don't know. Like, but it was her first choice. So, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
sorry, Jimmy did comment that this was vaguely what he saw since he was being blinded by the flashlight and then being knocked out by the blows to his head. So he's saying that's what he thinks he saw, and they were both saying that, basically. Yeah. Both Mary and Jimmy agreed that the man was at least six feet tall, or an inch or two taller. So this is a big boy. Holy crap. Is that your mom? No. I'm okay. <laughs> I'm just making sure. It was a tweet. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Interrupting. So it was a big man. It was a really tall man. Yeah. Which I guess... That knocks down my confidence as a four foot ten. <laughs> yeah, you think you can take him, this girl? Four foot ten? I'd knock out his ankles. You're right. <laughs> Try me. No, she's tough. You're right. Man is tough. <laughs> so since their statements were both so different at first, the police actually became suspicious of the two <laughs> that were attacked, which, um... Let's see. About that. One has a broken skull. One the has other a broken one skull. The other one got S-A'd. the S.A. So... It's definitely them. Yeah, it's definitely them. That's where the Makes police sense. went with this. Okay. <laughs> I don't understand. So they were suspicious of the two, thinking maybe they both knew the attacker and were protecting them. I don't know what was going on here. So they, the two they were... they share a brain cell? Maybe it wasn't their day to have the brain cell. It wasn't their day to have the brain cell, clearly. So it's not written in the notes, but I remember this. Um, mm-hmm. I forgot it. Maybe you don't remember Maybe it. Maybe I don't remember it. <laughs> oh, no. So the two, so Jimmy and Mary were recently divorced. Mary was divorced by 19. I didn't dig into it that much because I was like, okay, whatever, they're divorced. Yeah. So, like, the police were suspecting, like, maybe it was, like, oh, her, ex- her ex-husband or his ex, or, you know, his ex, maybe his ex- ex-wife sent someone or girlfriend, yeah. something like that. So that's what the Ooh. police were thinking. But that's, like, a really that's big stretch. stretch yeah. That's a stretch. So, police, yeah. that's where the police was. So, so after several months, um, the investigators lost interest in the case, actually. No suspects were brought in for questioning. <laughs> yeah. The police that. were just like, you know what? Tired of it. Now, or Sounds we're like just my attention here. span. Sounds like what? <laughs> my attention span. <laughs> my attention, yeah. Me too busy. Me too busy. So, a month had passed since Mary and Jimmy's attack, and on March 24th, the first murdered victims of the Phantom Killer were discovered early that morning at 8.15 a.m. Oh, God. Go right into the murder. This was the first murder that ever happened. Uh, connecting to the Phantom Killer. Yeah, yeah. going to the Phantom Killer. (sighs) So, this is Richard Griffin... Sorry, I, I think I hear an airplane. And I was like, He's why coming. are you so loud? They so, both Richard Griffin, he was age 29, and Polly Ann Moore, age 17. Um, what do I feel like I know that or, name? I don't Oh, you're I thinking of phasmophobia. Moore. Ah. Uh, yeah. Continue. All right. Stupid. Both Richard Griffin, age 29, and Polly Ann Moore age 17, were found dead in their parked car at the end of a secluded Lover's Lane road. Again. Love that. So, their age difference was disgusting, but back then, it wasn't that big of a problem for people. So, I'm saying 29 and 17 are very big, different um, mindsets. Yeah. Mary was not... Oh, sorry, Polly. Polly Ann. <laughs> Polly Ann Moore. Polly. Was not... She was too young. But That's back then, they didn't really... They weren't focused on that. Oh, yeah, the they did Thank you for the car. <laughs> it's car number five, because we skipped four. I just yeah. didn't count it. I saw it, though. So, just saying. 
back this then. This was more normal. It was yeah. more normal back then. So they didn't really. So when this happened, they didn't really care about the age. Yeah. I care about the age. Yeah. I'm like, mm. anyways. Anyways. So. so they were dating for six weeks at the time. Okay. I want to make sure their name is Richard and Polly because I was thinking of the other two. So Richard and Polly, they were dating for six weeks, and they were previously having dinner with Richard's sister Eleanor, which is a pretty name. They were having dinner with his sister Eleanor and her boyfriend earlier in the night before they left at 10 p.m. So they left at 10 at the night. 10 at the night. <laughs> I should just stuck with 10 p.m. They left at 10. <laughs> After they left, they immediately immediately went to find a lover's lane road. Cuz you know, that's just what you do when you're 29 and 17. Anyways. Uh, they were both fatally shot in the back of their heads. Wow. Yeah. Back wait. Back of their heads? Listen. But they were in the car? Yeah. Were they in the car? Shut up, bro. Oh, shut You'll up. know why. Oh, God. So, they were both fatally shot in the back of their heads. It was suspected that Polly was, trigger warning, S-aid before uh. being murdered. But it's not certain because the police never released those files due to her age. Oh, okay. People are sense. suspecting just because it happened to Mary that it might have happened to Polly. And there is, yeah. like, some evidence I think they found going towards that. So, that's what everyone's thinking, which makes sense. Um, they never raised the files. So, the police believe that the two were shot outside of the car, actually. Just like how Mary and Jimmy were taken out the car. Yeah. So, so Amanda, shut up. <laughs> so, Amanda, shut up. <laughs> the police believe they're, they're, the two were shot outside of the car. Um, and after being shot, they were placed back in the car and and posed oh, so ew. yeah they were found by a motorcyclist that was just i don't know how he was passing by it was a secluded lover's lane <laughs> i don't know but he happened to be just going by the road and he found them and they were posed mary was in the back of the back of the car okay just like laying out okay. so she was just laying there and then richard was just, just sitting there at the driver's seat Sorry. <laughs> so they were posing the car. Uh, this just seemed to be the case because the inside of the car was also covered in blood as well. So. Fun. Yeah, fun. So it was suspected that they were actually shot. I didn't put it in the notes. So I, I confused myself. It was suspected that they were shot execution style, which is why they were shot in the back of their heads. Oh. Amanda, shut up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they did find two forms of evidence at the crime scene, actually. They first found a couple of 32 caliber shells on the ground, which could have been fired from a Colt pistol, which is what was used to S.A. Mary in the previous yeah. crime. Um, the second piece of evidence... There was actually three pieces of evidence, sorry. But this second piece of evidence was footprints that were discovered near the crime scene. But unfortunately, the rain washed away the footprints, leaving only the bullet shells as evidence. Lovely. But I do remember there was another piece of evidence. They did find a blanket nearby, covered in blood. Oh, okay. Not really sure what was going on there, but maybe uh, they were just laying down on the blanket. But they were cold. Yeah, maybe that moth. So during the investigation, three people were taken in as suspects for having possession of bloody clothing. But they were soon freed after questioning with no suspicion. 
I guess they had good reason for the bloody clothing. Um, but there wasn't really anything going off of it, except, like, they had bloody clothes, but, like... The only good reason I could think of is period. That's it. What good well, it reason was, would you it, have blood on your clothes? I mean, clothes? it was 1946. They are probably slaying pigs or something. They what? were dudes. <laughs> they were oh. probably, like, ew. Butchers or, some, butchers or something. Ew. Um, that's what I'm saying. So, overall, actually, 200 people were questioned by the police, but not one person was charged with the murder of both Richard Griffin and Polly Ann Moore. Lovely. So lovely. That is the end of their case, so nothing came of their case as well. Yeah. was left unsolved. unsolved. About three weeks later, another double murder was reported. <clears throat> lovely. So I'm saying... <laughs> The victims, Paul Martin, he was age 16, and Betty Jo Booker, age 15. So Paul was 15, oh sorry, Paul was 16 and Betty was 15. Betty was the youngest person that was killed by the Phantom Killer. She was the youngest girl. So. Sorry to interrupt you. Do you know how many in total he killed? Shut up, Amanda. I'll get to it. Okay. I'll get to it, Amanda. <laughs> oh, God. So you would think it was a lot, but it actually was not that much. Oh, okay, okay. Um, so Betty played in the played the saxophone in Ooh. in a local band. So in in I love the yeah, I love the saxophone. So in different um, articles that I read, she either played at a local like a school band mm-hmm. or a local band. I put down local band because it's whatever. It, it's but like people were saying that either she was picked up from school or from a band. I'm oh. saying she was picked up from a band gig. So Paul came and picked her up from her gig um, in his 1946 Ford Club Coupe. Y'all can look that up. I looked it up and it's definitely an old car. (laughs) (laughs) I like old cars. (laughs) Look at my baby. (laughs) So he was planning on dropping her off at a slumber party at Betty's Betty's friend's house. Um, He was there... For the reason he hadn't seen Betty in a while, mm-hmm. so he went to go pick her up because he was like, "Oh, I'm gonna go hang out with some friends, but I'll p- pick up Betty first, take her to her friend's house, and then I'm gonna go hang out with my friends." Okay. Um, but then they both decided to make a small stop along the side of a lover's lane road. Of course, these some horny teenagers. Let me tell you, <laughs> this is what happened. This is what happened. I was if never like this. <laughs> you're horny. You uh get put in death. Anyway, you die. That's, you die. That's the moral of the story. <laughs> that's the moral of my story. You die. Um. So Paul was found first. His body was lying in the side of North Park Road. Out of burp. <laughs> Paul Don't had been shot. <laughs> Paul had been shot four times, once through the nose, again through the left rib from behind, a third time in the right hand, and finally through the back of his neck. So since he, since one of his wounds were through the left rib from behind, it's suspected that he was running away while he was getting shot at. It's just, that's, I mean, that's, I could imagine. Yeah. Um, so he was found by a family, a mother, a father that were out with their son. So trauma, (laughs) trauma for the son. Don't know how young the son was, but I hope he he doesn't remember this. Um, so they immediately called the police. So when the police arrived at the scene, they pieced together by just looking around that there was a second victim. It was not just Paul. So don't forget my girl Betty. Yeah, I was literally going to be like, what <laughs> happened Betty? to Betty? Yeah, shut up, Amanda. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> so Betty's body was not found until 11.30 a.m., almost two miles away from Martin's body. 
behind a tree. Ooh. So she was found behind a tree. Just like the previous victims, Betty had been posed. I didn't see anything. Oh wait, let me shut up. <laughs> so Betty had been posed. Um, she had been so- she had been shot twice, once through the chest and once in the face. It seemed just like the last two murders that Betty was also essayed before her mm. murder. Ew. Um, I said before the last two murders, but I meant just the one murder. I think. Or was it two? Well, murders? last two crimes. The last but two crimes. One yeah. murder. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so that's why I was saying in the last case, Polly, um, they're suspecting that she was also essayed. Yeah. Because it seems both, like a trend. It seems like a, it was a, you know, yeah. it was a trend. So, the news broke out that there was another double murder in the town. And after Paul and Betty's death, the town the town came to the realization that there was indeed a killer on the loose. <laughs> so they finally realized because technically there wasn't sure. technically the first crime wasn't a murder, so they didn't really yeah. piece it together. So Lovely. this caused a panic in the town. Parents made sure their children were kept in check. Curfews were set. People would patrol the lovers' lane. So <laughs> did you forget where you were? At? No, I know where I am. So th- there was a panic in the town. Curfews were set. Um, people would go to patrol the Lover's Lane roads in attempt to shoo off any horny teenagers. Love that. <laughs> Thank you for the car. That's <laughs> like the eighth one. It's like the eighth one. It's um, literally almost midnight. Why are there people out? Go home. Why, well, why are we out? <laughs> we're making podcasts. Shut up. You're right. You're right. You're right. My bad. My bad. <laughs> So people ended up quitting their jobs just so that they didn't have to leave their houses. I wish. People were like changing their hair color and everything. Even though there wasn't like a specific thing that he was going for, but people were just like going crazy. Same. People were going crazy in here. Um, so it was chaos. And although the town had seen their fair share of crimes, these murders hit them the hardest. So in some of the articles that I read, the town was called like mini Chicago. Ooh. Because it actually did have a really bad crime rate. Oh, wow. So I don't understand why these murders really hit them that hard. I guess because they were, like, so close together and, like, the same murders. Yeah. I guess, but... It was, like, more of a quiet town. Crime didn't really happen. No, but this town was known as Mini Chicago. Oh, wow. Like, I'm talking about the town. It was known as yeah, Mini yeah, Chicago yeah, yeah. because it was, like, big crime rate. How I don't understand. it was? I guess so. <laughs> I don't know, I would girl. be like, uh, sorry, Miss Girl, I'm taking you literally everywhere. My child would yeah exactly so i don't know but this murders really hit them hard so they still didn't know who the suspect was and the police weren't narrowing narrowing down on anyone so the next murder was the last and final murder on may 3rd virgil starks and katie starks were both in their home one evening around 9 p.m I know the face you made. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in their homes. In their homes. So, Katie was in one of the bedrooms, and Virgil had just sat down in his recliner chair. Are they siblings, or married? Or no, they're married. Family? So, they're... Okay. Sorry. Sorry. To clarify, they are married. They're a married couple. Okay. Um, Virgil was 37. Okay. Don't know how old Katie was. I just didn't look it up, but Virgil was 37. Pretty old. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm gonna offend everyone. Literally, <laughs> no, you're kidding. heading that path. So oh, shut, shut up. up. You're already in your twenties. I just turned twenty. Relax. <laughs> Relax yourself a little bit. All right. So, um, Katie was in one of the bedrooms, and Virgil had just sat down in his recliner chair. 
so I guess the room that he was sitting in was called the sitting room. What was it room? called? Uh-huh, yeah, but like... Fancy. Sitting. Uh-huh. It was a room. <laughs> so while Katie was trying to sleep, um, she heard some noise. Oh, sorry. Let me back up for a second. Back up for a second. Okay. Let me back up for a second. So before this, this is important. I'm going to mention it. Katie brought um, a heating pad over to Virgil because I guess he needed it for his back or something. Oh. Um, it's an important piece of evidence later. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, so she brought him a heating pad and then she went to bed. So she heard some noise somewhere coming from the backyard. So she asked Virgil, I guess like yelling from the next room, she was like asking him to turn on the radio. And moments later, she heard the sound of shattering glass coming from a nearby room. Which was the room Virgil was in. Oh, lovely. So she quickly rushed out of bed and set, and went to said room, not knowing what had happened. So there she found her husband, Virgil, sitting in his recliner chair with blood everywhere. He had been shot two times in the back of the head, right where he sat in his chair. So Mans was just chilling and yeah, died in his chair. Poor Virgil. Um, yeah, no, seriously. So Katie, realizing that he had been shot, immediately ran to go call the police. Same. <laughs> it's gonna get kind of gruesome here. Oh god, okay. No, not that bad, but it's gonna go a little... Just a second. Go oh So, she ran to call the police. She managed to get to the phone, and she, like... It wasn't one of the old phones. She, she managed to, like, crank it twice. Okay. She was doing something. I don't so know. So, 9-1. Okay. Yeah, so I guess she did 9-1. Um, before she herself was shot twice. So, I'm saying this was... It's not that graphic, because it was just her being... She got shot twice. No. But... It was really bad where she was shot. Oh. So, the shots were fired from the same window that Virgil had been shot in just a few moments before. Uh, the killer was... It seemed like the killer was waiting for her to come out of the room. Oh, God. So, when he saw her running to get call the police, he shot her twice. One of the shots enters Katie's right cheek, exiting just behind her left ear. The other hits just below her lip, instantly breaking her jaw and splintering several teeth and the oh. bullet lodges underneath her tongue God. so mi- yeah <laughs> miss girl was going through it right now gonna projectile vomit. she was going through it right Ew. now you're gonna projectile vomit it's all over no she really was she listened. so you'd think this was the end of her but my girl was Ooh. a fighter she was not giving up yet final girl so um <laughs> so she ended up getting up and she was running around the house for like not like running around the house she got up but she couldn't see because oh. there was blood all over her face and like yeah. covering her eyes so she couldn't see couldn't she was imagine. disoriented um she was just kind of going from like bedroom to bedroom for like a split sec like for a little bit yeah. and then she did manage to escape the house um while she was trying to escape the house while she did escape the house the killer actually ran from the window from where he was where he shot Virgil mm-hmm. to the back door and was trying to get in through the back door. So he was never in the house to begin with. He was with. never in the house. <gasps> no, he was never in the house. Oh he was outside my of the house. God. Which is terrifying because he was outside of the house. Um, <laughs> he shot through the window. Yeah. Shot shot the husband twice and shot her twice. Oh my um, God. And then he ran around the house and tried to get in through the back door. This is why I make sure all of my doors are <laughs> yeah, locked exactly. before I go to bed. So, she ran down the street to a neighbor's house. And, by the way, I think this was, like, kind of in the middle of nowhere. I think it was, like, mostly kind of farmland. So, like, she Ooh. was running. So, she was yeah. running down the street. 
for a while, probably. I didn't, I didn't look up how long. Stop, my dreams of having I know. a farmhouse. Oh. <laughs> and yeah, have fun until you get murdered. I literally want a farmhouse and just filling it up with puppies. That's all I want. Well, hopefully your puppies can protect you. If they're like Nico and Lily, I doubt it. If they're it. like, yeah. D- <laughs> Maybe Nico. He acts tough, but he scares easily. So, um, she ran out to the neighbor's house and the neighbors called the police, obviously, because she was covered in blood. So... This is so sad and so scary. She was bleeding so much that basically there was a trail of blood. She was like bleeding profusely. Mm -hmm. There's basically a trail of blood following behind her. A trail of blood and teeth fragments. Oh my god. Stop. (laughs) I'm telling you. Because she was like her teeth were just out here. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was really bad. The Oh my god. The scene the scene that the police arrived to was very gruesome. I could imagine. So when they did arrive at the house, obviously it was covered in blood everywhere. And teeth. <laughs> and teeth. <laughs> <laughs> so there was speculation, not speculation, um, some of the, there was different reports, but since this was like decades ago, it's just been a little weird. So one mm. of the police officers said that they when they walked into the house, he was sitting in his chair still, Aww. you know, dead, yeah. shot twice in the back of the head. Um, but another police officer saying that he was lying on the floor. Mm, so, well, I'm saying that he was still in his chair. Possibly. Well, I can imagine, like, if you get shot in the back of the head, your head's gonna come become a little heavy. So you're gonna, like, lean forward. That's so scary what and you're saying right now. <laughs> I'm sorry, I watch a lot of true crime. And when you die, you bloat up a little bit. So, oh, yeah, I can I imagine that. the weight of him blo- getting bloated, he could I mean, fall over this, onto the floor. But also, bloating... I mean, yeah. So it does, maybe, it, like, the first officer walked in and he was still sitting, but at some point he just kind of plopped. Ah, uh, yeah. So there could be a possibility of that, yeah. but for now, I'm just saying he was sitting in the chair. Um, so, actually, the chair had, at some point, I don't know how long it took for the police to get there. Uh-huh. Um, at some point, the chair had actually caught on fire because the of the heating, heating pad. pad. The, uh, the evidence was still there, but I mean, yeah. there was basically no evidence. But, um... The heating pad, like, the <laughs> chair, like, lit up in flames for a little oh. bit. But not, like, a big flame. It, it died down, obviously. But, um, yeah. they could tell that there was a fire. And then a like, heating pad could do that? This is why I yeah. don't like using the heating pad, bro. <laughs> I mean, if you I leave it, like I mean, it was where he was sitting on his back, and it was probably kind of high. He probably only had it high for maybe a little bit, and then, but, you know, he died. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess, like, yeah, maybe yeah. It, it just... Also, or maybe 19- like when they oh. shot, he shot it. Listen, a it was 1946. Bit. I'm sure the appliances weren't that good anyway. Sure, sure, sure. So for them, it probably would have set on fire anyway. <laughs> Continue. So after the murder, this was the last murder of the Phantom Killer, okay. allegedly. Allegedly. So now, after the murder of Virgil Stark, Starks. Oh, by the way, sorry. sorry. By the way, <laughs> you said Stark, and I just I saw know. Tony. Stark. I know. Katie survived. Uh, as you know, she she did survive. Oh my I god! I forgot. I forgot to put any the notes in about it. Final she did, girl. She was the final Literally. Girl. Oh my god. So, the poor soul. Yeah. Oh well. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh she god. survived. No, I'm glad oh for her. God. I'm glad she was the final girl. She survived. After the murder of Virgil Starks, uh, police started to investigate the crime. Um, they were trying to match it up with the crimes that the Phantom Killers committed. Things didn't add up though. All the yeah. murders so far had been committed on the Texas side of the split and in town. Lovers Lane. And shut up, Amanda. 
<laughs> sorry, I'm I guess sorry. I spoiled. <laughs> no, you didn't. No, no. Um, so yeah, previously all the murders were just on the Texas side of things. So during this whole thing, Arkansas, like the Arkansas side of the town, was like, just over. <laughs> um, so everything was happening in the Texas side of the split town. But this murder was the first one to happen on the Arkansas side of the town. Um, that and the fact that this was the only murder committed inside of a home. Yeah. All the other murders were committed on a lover's lane road. So no one really... People don't think that... He did it. Like, some people don't think that... Police, some some of the police even thought that this wasn't done by the Phantom Killer. Yeah. But emotions were really high and... They just basically kind of blamed it on the Phantom Killer. Yeah. People, because people were freaking out, and, like, a title came out in the report being, like, oh, like, Phantom Killer, like, slayed, slayed farmer and almost killed wife and stuff like that. Yeah. So, it was, it did go down in history as being a Phantom Killer. As a Phantom Killer's murder, I don't really see how yeah because i was gonna say the same uh, thing i was like this doesn't really i had to include it obviously yeah yeah. but i don't really think that the phantom killer was involved with this this because it seemed like he was really only going over after people in a lover's lane and these were just literally people sitting in their house children and also the fact that they were older i mean i don't know how old katie was i don't think she was that old i mean older but virgil was 37 in his house and everybody else was like Young yeah, adult. so yeah. people don't really think that he did it, yeah, but it's go- it went so. down as a phantom killer murder. Yeah, what I was saying. Nonetheless, the police and the media ruled Virgil Stark's murder and Katie Stark's attempted murder as another victim of the phantom killer murders. So, ending this a little bit, because I think this is actually. <laughs> so, the Texarkana... No, this is not it, sorry. Texarkana embraced the coverage about the murders. So, that is basically the end of Lovely. the Texacarna Moonlight Murders of the Phantom Killers. I'm still going to keep talking for a little bit because I have something else to say. Oh God. Um, so, this murder, if anyone recognized it at this point, was actually based... No, sorry. There was two movies made off of this murder, actually. And the movies were called... Um, The Town That Dreaded Sundown. Oh, okay. You never heard of it? No. So, The Town That Dreaded Sundown um, was filmed in in 1976. Okay. That's when that first movie was made. The next movie, which was The Town That Dreaded Sundown, was made in 2014. Okay. So, So there was a remake. I did watch both of the movies. Whoa. I watched them for this case. (laughs) I literally stood up, like, all night just, like, staring at the screen (laughs) watching these movies. Um... So, The Town That Dreaded Sundown, filmed in 1976, was the first one, and it actually captivated the murders better. It did stay pretty, it did stay pretty well with the murders. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of went, it did go a little bit more fictional, obviously a little bit more exaggerated because that's what you have to do. <laughs> movies, yeah. For movies, yeah. Um, the second movie, they're both really good movies, I'm not saying they're bad, they're both really good movies. The second movie, um was was like um it was like a kind of like a second part to the town that dreaded sundown to the first one uh-huh. to the first one but okay. it went a little off track from mm. towards the end it went off track and it didn't go with the with the murder but okay. so the this movie was 
made okay. off this actual case yeah. that did happen. So when the town that dreaded sundown was filmed there in 1976, uh, locals were cast as extras, actually. Oh, wow. So every, every year round on Halloween, the movie is screened at the Spring Lake Park near where one of the murders took place. Oh, uh, never mind. I was going to say, oh my <laughs> yeah. god, that's trouble. Never mind. No, no thanks. It's, it's a little scary. Mm, it's a little spooky. It's, I wouldn't say disrespectful, but I mean, it's kind of a little, it's a little it's, sad. Eh, yeah. that they I would feel very uncomfortable. And that's saying something. Cause and that's, <laughs> that's saying I something. truly don't give a crap about yeah. anything. But so what? that was, and that's it. Oh, that god. is the end. Thanks for making me sad. You're welcome. This is a and lot the fact of fun. that they never caught him. I know they never caught him. They literally never did. And there was basic. Oh, what? Oh my God! I'm did an you idiot. Forget something? I did forget something actually. What did you forget? Go ahead. Okay. So many believed actually. So no one was ever caught for the crime. Obviously, it's still an unsolved case. But many people believe that the lo- a local man named Yule Swinney. He was arrested in 1947 for auto theft. They suspected that he was the Phantom. His wife confessed that he was the Phantom, but later took back the statement. I don't understand. Ma'am. Don't know what went on there. Don't understand (laughs) what was going on there. Um, But he still ended up going to prison for life because he was auto he was a car. For life? Yeah, it was for life. Wow. Listen, so he remained in prison until 1973 oh no sorry it wasn't for life i'm sorry my bad i'm horrible (laughs) so he remained in prison um until 1973 and he died in 1994 i guess do we want to say oh okay we want to say oh because sorry we don't know if he did it you're right oh um a 1948 cold case involving the disappearance of a 21 year old Virginia Carpenter from Texarkana is thought by some to have been the work of the Phantom Killer, though Swinney was already in prison at the time. So, so doesn't that makes really it know a bit how. Sketch. Yeah, it's a little yeah. sketch. Doesn't really know how that adds up. So, and in 1999, or 1999 or 200 or 200, 200 BC, 2000, an anonymous woman contacted surviving members of the phantom victims to apologize for what her father had done but yule swinney never had a daughter oh mm-hmm. so he never had children uh, so like a oh, maybe it was never it so was up. no but it's interesting so either it was actually a prank call which is really sad yeah or someone literally was just saying sorry for what her father had done like maybe someone knew who it, was. who it was and just was wanted to apologize to the victims. But like, why wouldn't you say <laughs> why would, that's my what I'm father saying. did this? Like, yeah, I think if my dad ever did anything like this, like I would be like, hey, um, you didn't hear it from me. Yeah, <laughs> but like, it's my dad. Yeah. Oh so that is the end of the unsolved case, which will probably never be solved. And soft cases make me uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, but they're so interesting. <laughs> they're very interesting. They're so interesting. Just makes Ugh. me a little sad. A little sad. They make me feel icky. Yeah. Oh, those poor souls. Poor Emma. 
You, I'm, I didn't forget about Emma from from your case. What Emma? She didn't do nothing. My girl was literally a baby. That's like the the. I, I already forget their names, but the, the last one, who, her freaking teeth fell oh, out. Oh, fucking Katie, Katie, Katie Stark. Thank you, Katie Starks or whatever. Oh my god, what 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 year was this again? Could she um, still be alive? Because if oh, she's, she's still alive. Kitty Miss Stark girl, still I'm alive. so I sorry. Look, I mean, this was in 1946. For everything so... you have gone through. 1946. 1946. She could still be alive. Christ. Okay. No, but I don't know if she died or not. Yeah. Like I don't know if she passed still... away or any. But um, Katie, this she is definitely for you. was. Katie, this is for you, my girl. <laughs> my girl. Final girl. Holy crap. Um. Yeah. Pretty sad. Um. Sorry for. Obviously, all being a home. bummer. <laughs> <laughs> No, my at least so mine good. stopped with a little girl ghost playing with toys. Yours is just like she got her jaw broken. She got her jaw broken uh, and had teeth fragments <laughs> following behind her as a trail. There's something about the word fragments. Right? I know, there's something <laughs> about the word fragments <laughs> and like the sound of Jimmy's skull crack, uh, cracking open. <laughs> crap Ew. open. Yeah. It was spooky. But um, okay. it was really good. <laughs> I loved your crime. I mean, Case. I love your crime and haunt. I love your case. We should I hate it actually. One day. We should go um, one day. Fuck you too, Wilhelm. Yes. Something like that. <laughs> Wilhelm, I think. <laughs> yep. He has a correct. stupid name. Yeah. Stupid name. Stupid name. Calling him Wooly. We hate men. We're calling him. <laughs> we hate men. We're calling him Wooly. <laughs> yeah. So basically, the moral of the story is, fuck men. Um, because Wilhelm, Willie, had the audacity. Yeah, Willie with the little Willie. Willie with, <laughs> with the little Willie. He had the audacity, which was his problem. He had the audacity. And the Phantom Killer also had the audacity. <laughs> so, basically... <laughs> he just hated couples. He just hated... I think... You know, I think he was lonely. Do I, I see my future? Do, is that you, Amanda? I'm gonna make sure not to go to a, love, a secluded lover's lane. Make sure not to go to a secluded lover's lane. Just in case Amanda, Amanda decides to uh, <laughs> be a copycat killer. She's like, hey, what y'all doing? Hey, y'all having fun and didn't invite me? Let me t- let me uh, make sure you have some teeth fragments falling behind <laughs> you. Ew. Stop. Stop. Gonna throw up. That's okay. Okay. Uh, well, don't let me go to sleep. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for tuning in with us. I'm ignoring him. <laughs> yeah. Thank, thank you, you for, for tuning in with us. Thank you for oh, listening to our, our first, first episode, episode, which How was. Do you feel? It was really good. I was really excited to finally get that off my chest. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> I was also very excited to watch old movies. So, well, not the 2014 one, but... Where where did you find those movies? Because I kind of want to watch. On YouTube. <laughs> I bought them off YouTube. I'm not paying it. Yeah, I bought them on YouTube for... <laughs> I rented them for three ninety nine. Oh, yeah. I'm cheap. Oh, no. Yeah, we're cheap. Sorry. Oh, it's, I'm, I think, expired already, so you can't even... <laughs> That's okay. It expires after, like, 40 I'll, I'll hours. I'll probably, like, look at snippets of it. Later. Yeah, I mean, it, it's... You can definitely tell it's an old movie. I love, But I love it. I love the old movies. Because they're, they're cheesy, but they're only cheesy <laughs> to us now. For them, it was... For like, them, it was oh. the scariest thing of the century. I watched, uh... Murder... Texas Murder Chains... Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Texas Chainsaw. Ch- wow. <laughs> Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Just re- like for the first time ever. So because I bought it off YouTube. Yeah. Um, like the old one. Like, I watched the original they old have, one. They have it on. No. I think it's either HBO or Netflix. One of the two no, has one of them. No, no, no. Well, the old one, the original old one, Is it was not, I, I, I couldn't find it. So I found it on YouTube for three ninety nine to rent. 
Um, and it's cheesy because you you could tell it's an old movie, but I, I mean I love that. Love it's only cheesy to us, but I love, love that. So I'm really, and I'm just I just started watching the first Friday the Thirteenth movie. <gasps> The original Wait, you, one. Did you? Like, I never watched it. You never watched it before. How no, I only ever play wa- the game with me. So, I know. I'm, I'm watching the movie. and I'm like, hey, that's like the cabin that I. It's <laughs> not like it. It is. it is the cabin. I was like, hey, that's like the cabin in the uh, Friday the Thirteenth movie. I mean, game. You. I can't stand I'm you. sorry. Yeah, but um, yeah, I've only ever watched Freddy vs. Jason. I actually didn't watch it. Oh my god, it's so good. I mean, I, I guess it was good to my little boy. I, like, started watching it, and I was just like, eh. Okay. Well, I liked it. I was never intrigued. Anyways. <laughs> we only have one brain cell, and it's just movies right now, I guess. We're traveling off topic. We're traveling to off movies. topic. <laughs> We're trying not to end. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> For real, I kind of don't want it to end. This is fun. This is great. I like this. It's okay. We'll be back, guys. We'll be back next week. Some point. I forgot. <laughs> it'll, it'll be next week. Um... Us filming will be on the 21st. I don't know, no. whatever next Tuesday is. When will next Tuesday be? It's on my screen. For us, filming will be next Tuesday. For yeah, you guys, it'll probably come out Friday. So the. Oh my god, my birthday! Oh, oh so you have to. Oh, okay, so I'll have to edit a lot earlier. Yeah, that's so funny. Ugh. For you. I'm just leaving all the work to her. Yeah. <laughs> So, for right now, we don't have any social media. I'm working on it. I promise I am. Um, we'll probably have some by the next episode. I'm sure we'll have something by the next episode. Yeah. So, please tune in. Welcome. Come join us for Welcome. more. Thank have you for fun. joining Amanda and Kiki <laughs> on our shared brain cell. <laughs> We'll work on it. We'll we'll we'll, 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 we'll have it. to uh we'll work something. We'll have out. to end this saying at the same time eventually. Eventually, okay. All I'm right. I'm gonna go finish the cookies. Enjoy. All right. I'm a great chef, aren't I? Mm, yeah, yeah, you're a great baker. She's a really good baker. I'm a great chef in general. I love. Cooking. I guess so. Right. I'm really good at making pasta. All right, know. we'll end this now. <laughs> we'll end this now. We're gonna go <laughs> off again. All right. All thank right. you for tuning in, everyone. Yeah. Bye. Come back next week for our share. Please come back next week and it it lets me do something. (laughs) Yes, it keeps us entertained. (laughs) Bye. Bye.